Hello everybody, you're listening to the Sunday Sermon Podcast for Sunday, the 13th of August, 2017. Well, you're very welcome to the podcast, uh, back to the Sunday Sermon. Now, we're not the best podcast in the world, <laughs> but we are certainly the best one based in Europe. Uh, unlike other podcasts, I don't need guests. Um, if Nikki Barton pulls out last second from the Purple Snack Podcast podcast, a podcast where people talk about memories associated with purple snacks, uh, there's no two ways about it. The Purple Snack Podcast will have to find a replacement guest or it's not going ahead. Now, who can replace uh, Nikki Byrne, the Peter Houston of Irish DJs? You can't replace Nikki Byrne. You can only get someone to fill in until he comes back. Oh, wait, no, sorry, no, you can, you can replace Nicky Byrne. I was thinking of Nick Robinson, the BBC political correspondent. Um, a bit of a controversial guy, but he knows his stuff. Uh, sorry, I repeat, you can totally replace Nicky Byrne. All you need is, I don't know, you don't even have to use a person. You can replace him with a knackered boiler that's about to give up, uh, that's been shoved full of bees, or, I don't know, a sultry cassette of uh, high winds recorded uh, from a cabin in the woods. Uh, but look, I can't be accused of talking over my guests because I don't really have any on. And the odd time Quake does have a co-host, it's a verbal ballet of elegant conversation, not a shout over each other fest like most podcasts. I don't, uh, I don't talk to guests about how they got started in the thing they're doing or try to get to know them through a hook. I don't have a hook except for one, and it's this. Father Quick is the best thing to happen to broadcasting since that Dweeb Marconi magicked up the radio box. Now, did Muhammad Ali have to boast to get attention, you know, by saying he was the greatest? Yes, yes he did, because people wouldn't listen otherwise, and so do I. And unlike Mr. Ali, who was the greatest, past tense, he's dead, I currently am the greatest, and doubly so, unlike Mr. Ali, I'm still very much in possession of a heart that pumps blood all over my body. So, uh, with all that in mind, I hope that you're ready, in a good mood, and uh, let's get on with the sermon. It's with great sadness that I have to report that America is no longer the land of milk and honey, unless, of course, you want your milk to be gone off soy goop and your honey to be filled with killer bees. That's right, it's all going to hell in a big old bag of bloody blood over in America at the moment. And uh, it seems nowadays you can't even drive down the wrong street at speed, hit people, reverse, do it again, and then flee the scene of the crime without the headbanger media lady labelling you a terrorist. This lad, at best, is an errorist. He made an error, and I like to judge someone by the content of his character. And sure, uh, he was able to afford that obnoxious grey sports car because of a trust he got when he was 18, that uh, he insists his uncle pay out in full on his 18th birthday, and he never spoke to the young... He never spoke to the uncle again. And uh, by all accounts, he's a, he's a little shit. But... Uh, uh, let's not let's let's not be too too quick to judge who was really worse here, the Nazis or the people 
who don't like the Nazis. And I think it's fair to say that the Nazis I knew, uh, they, 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 would, they would make you just tense up looking at them, a bunch of them showing up to the, the convent I was <clears throat> staying at. And uh, apparently there were some, uh, there's a few, few Jewish people being hid there. Uh, I've always gotten on with, uh, with Jewish people, as I do with, with all but uh, if it's between uh, them and me, with uh, you know their lives are at stake versus uh, Quig safely uh, getting out of the country and not being discovered with uh, the Fuhrer's misses, quote unquote. Uh, well, uh, that's not a hard decision for the the Quig to make. But uh, look on the bright side, you know these new wave of Nazis, they're little. Dip lads. I don't know how, what else to call them. Dip S H I T S. Uh, I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, they're uh, they're not hip. Uh, they're they're dip. And really, the the Nazis, for all of their faults, and they were very late at getting back to you for invoices, and you really have to chase them down sometimes to get paid. For all of their faults, they were snappy dressers. Uh, these lads looked like. Uh, I don't know. They're 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 like kind of flat white supremacists, is what I call them. Uh, they look like Mormon baristas uh, having a having a large one on the town, uh, going to a karaoke bar, and maybe if no one's looking, having a second cup of lemonade. Uh, they don't look, and they're little torchines. God love them. Uh, you're not going to burn much uh, with that. <laughs> uh, I saw some some of the more uh, industrious uh, protesters uh, using a, sort of an aerosol can to burn the lads. I thought that was very good uh, because these lads had one problem and it's that they were just a big pile of lads. And um, uh, that that that's problematic because... Everyone should should be in the mix. Society should just be a big pile of men, as I found living in that that seminary back in the day, back when I was a student. And I said, uh, "This is uh, this is not this is not doing it for me." So I maintained my job in town as a bouncer, and I lived in a flat above the pub, and I would just go in to take the classes, and uh, it was all being paid for by uh, the government. I'm not going to go into why. Uh, they needed a man inside. And I learned that living with a bunch of lads is gross and we can't all just be a bunch of lads together. It's disgusting. No, we need some women in the mix. And that's why the uh, I always go on the side that has the most girls. Because uh, girls are pretty to look at. And not only that, uh, if you're a, a patient man, they might say the odd bitter to a wisdom. So, um, uh, you know... It's it's worth being progressive in these times, and that's why I am, after some soul sorting, saying the Nazis are bad, and the people who don't like the Nazis are good. God help me! I hope this doesn't come back to bite me in the rear uh, in a few months' time. But on the bright side, all this Nazism has certainly taken people's minds off the imminent nuclear war and between that all the fantastic movies on the cinema and netflix cranking out hit after hit sure we're only spoiled for distraction this summer
Myself and Lowry this week, or uh, Mike Lowry, make my best friend, we were uh, taking a film and eating some of his famous homemade popcorn uh, at his uh, Lowry Ranch down in Tip. And uh, it was a this fantastic sports documentary called Icarus. And uh, it brought us back to the, the days when uh, we were drug testing for the Olympics. And uh, back then, um, we were able to keep it very lo-fi. Uh, it was a verbal drug quiz. We would ask people, are you on drugs? And they would answer yes or no. And uh, unsurprisingly, um, oh wait, no, not unsurprisingly, uh, uh, thankfully, everyone there was of good character and they weren't messing with those drugs at all. And uh, we were doing great. And then, of course, they brought in the regulators. And the regulators were terrible because... Uh, before, uh, when you were doing the, the quiz with people, you would just get them to tick a box, yes or no, and that was good enough. And then they wanted an audio uh, confirmation, and that was easy to, 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 to if you, hypothetically, if you were into that sort of thing, the easy thing to cheat, you just hold up a big sign saying yes and shake your head, and they would say yes. Uh, but the new regulations, they would have someone actually in the room so it was harder to signal to the athletes uh, what they should say, and they'd look at you in a blind panic. And then, of course, the regulator would look at you, and you'd kind of shrug, or I don't know why it's looking at me, and then the regulator would look back at them, and then at that point you're shaking your head violently, saying, uh, 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 no, 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 I'm not on any drugs. Or they might ask them a trick question, like, are you not not on drugs? And then the panic again. So there's only so much coaching you could do. And then uh, when they brought in all this messing with the pharmaceuticals and testing people's wee-wee for drugs. I mean, what sort of a world do we live in at all where you can't take an athlete at their word and instead you have to... Uh, humiliate them by looking for their their outwards juices and, and and all that sort of stuff. It's just disgusting, and uh, it was a terrible business on our end of things. Because of course that's where the money was. So myself and Mick sort of dipped our toe into that disgusting pond for a bit. And uh, I remember there was a day where I just said, "This is just not fun anymore." We were. Uh, we were in Barcelona, we were smuggling urine back to HQ in Moscow, and uh, usually there was someone who helped us some boffin, put in a box or something, but he got arrested, and it was panic stations, we had half an hour to get the plane, so Mick just poured all of the urine samples into loose condoms and swallowed them, there must have been about eight in total, and uh, then he started choking, and I had to pull it out of his mouth and I got I got it I got wee wee all over me it was disgusting Ugh, even thinking about it now and I thought that's it uh, from now on uh, I, I'm not a field agent for these people I mean I'm I'm upper management material and uh, that's why I you know that's why I'm working for the Irish Olympic Council now uh, in a role that really frankly all this sort of stuff is beneath me I'm not I'm not above showing up to an athlete's house or their hotel room the night before a big uh, race or a big fight and pumping them full of untraceable chemicals but I draw the line at you know <clears throat> that sort of latex stuff because 
you know, Lowry, he got a taste for latex uh, over the years of, you know, being cr- being a creative importer, shall we say. And, um, you know, he got so into it, he actually invented a latex-flavoured condiment uh, for people like him who'd grown accustomed to the taste and uh, went through a period where he'd chew it like gum. It was disgusting, but... Thanks to a quick intervention from yours truly, uh, I got him off the Johnnies and back on the fags. You are being transferred to an inmate at Rikers Correctional Facility. Uh, Hello, can you hear me? Hi, hello, hello, it's yourself, how are you doing? Can you hear me? It's Quig. <laughs> Father Quig, your godfather. How are you doing, Martin? Uncle Quig. Yeah, yeah, how are you? I'm good. How's prison? Well, I'm not, I'm not great, I'm in, I'm, in, I'm in jail. The joint, huh? Yes. Uh, that'll make a man of you, huh? No, it's... Oh, very good. Well, <laughs> I'm a white-collar kind, you know. <laughs> so, er, tell me, how was Rikers? Did uh, all my little tricks help? Well, I did the thing where I... I, I did you I give did, did you give the tuppence to the warden and tell him you were a friend of Chaz? It, uh, none of it worked. The, pack, none of it, the package, nothing. Nothing worked. The package didn't work? It, it didn't, no. Oh, for goodness sake. Did, what about the cake with the file in it that had instructions on how to escape from prison? They, they found that straight away. Yeah. Oh. Instantly they found it. But your how how's your cellmate? You getting on well? What? Are you getting on well with the new cellmate? I was asking. No, no, no. They 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 hate me here. They've um, I'm 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 been beaten a lot. Oh. Well, sure, beat, beat them back. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tiny little small man. That's all. Joe else was a tiny little small man. David Jones from the Monkeys, and he beat up all of the Monkeys one night when they were giving out to him for being short. Okay, uh, that, that doesn't help me. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Wu-Tang fan, so I don't know the Monkeys. I bet you anything that uh, the Wu-Tang lads like the Monkeys. How could they not? They had so many hits. Daydream Believer. I'm a Believer. Lots of Believer songs. Um, uh, what's it? The glass train to Claxton and I'll meet you at the station. Who else is in there with you? It's me and, and, and a large gentleman. I, he hasn't told me his name. Have you, he's been doing. Has he tattooed you yet? Uh, yeah, I've been tattooed. You've been tattooed. Uh, yes. Need, dare I ask, swastika? What? Swastika. Was it a swastika? It, well, well uh, yes. It was, it was that, and it was um, some words. I've got words. Some, some words tattooed on me, on my face. Oh, very good. Like, uh, sort of reminders, like memento. Kind of describing who I am, what, what I am, to the people. In the prison. 
Oh, very good. So it's like a sort of a name tag. Kind of. Yeah. And the invitation, uh, I suppose. Uh, and you're looking at 20... I hear you're looking at 20 years. Excuse me? Tw I hear you're looking at 20 years in jail. Yeah. Sorry, in prison. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, I, I'm probably going to kill myself at some point, whenever I get the chance. I don't do that. No, no, no. no. I, 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 look, Quig's only messing with you. I'm only messing with you. I'm... Uh, don't worry, wheels are in motion. You're going to be out by uh, you're going to be out by Labour Day, as you say over in the states. Well, if I if I live that long. Hang on, let's. I'm just going to look up Labour Day because that's the. I I know all the dodgy Kennedys, so they're pulling some strings for me. Labour Day, first of May. I'm, I'll be I'll be dead by. No, hand. no, you got to keep going. It's not by my hand, by someone else. What about my investments? What about all my investments? Marty. My mind is fraying. What? My mind is fraying. Fraying? Oh, you're reading books in there now, are you? I, yeah. Right. It's, it's, it's the only thing to keep me out of trouble. I hide in the library in the prison and, and read. Hang on, okay, I'm going to put you on a conference call, right, with Ted Kennedy. Hang on, I've just got to... Ted Kennedy number... Oh, he's dead. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, uh, I've, I've, oh, wait, hang on, I've got the Rolodex here. Uh, right. So, uh, we're going to have to talk to... Do you know Elizabeth Warren at all? I know who she is, but... Okay, well... Oh, did you ever send her anything inflammatory on Twitter that maybe give her a reason not to like you? I can't remember. I, I send a lot of people a lot of shit. Right, okay. I've got a, got a number here. Right. Okay, so we're going to give Dick Durbin a shout, okay? Okay. Dick Durbin, all right, okay. So you just hang on, you just hang on the line. I'm going to give Dick a shout, okay? Uh, hello, Dick. Hello. Dick, it's Quig. How uh, uh, how are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm fine. What, what, what are you calling me for? Uh, I need my little godson, Marty. Uh, he's he's in the clink, and I I need him out. You killed. No, 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 no. This isn't one of those. Okay. No, hey, 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 Dick, 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 stay on the line, okay? I don't want him killed. Queuing up, up for the old uh, morning ablutions and have someone come up behind. No, him. no, I. I, I Quite the opposite. I need him protected in prison till you can extract him. He's very important to me and to the organization. All right? He's a money man. Okay. So I need him out of there. I don't know. It's got to be, it's got to be sooner than that. I just looked up Labor Day. I thought it was September the 1st. It's actually May the 1st. So he's, he can't wait till then. So how about we say next week? Next week. I could get what I could do is I could have him nearly killed. Okay. To a point. Sure. And then he gets the body gets he gets taken out to a, a hospital elsewhere. Mm. And then I could have someone on site to kind of take him to you know a country where they don't have extradition. Like great, great, great. Wherever Polanski lives. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Please, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I've got a summer home there. That's fine. All right. So we're going to have to organize a. Someone, we're going to have to organize someone who could maybe pass as Marty. Uh, we're going to have to uh, insert sort of a duplicate of Marty's teeth into his head. 
and uh, then uh, we're going to have to blow up a ward of the hospital, I'm afraid. Uh, but well, Nick, no, 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 no. Hmm. No. Well, All right, then someone's going to have to shoot him three times in the head. That's basically what I'm getting at. It, you, you're going to have to do this properly. Just get him to the point where he's just pretty much dead, but not completely dead. Okay. Okay, but what about the body? What I think you're missing the body here. We're going to have to have a body. They're going to have to find a body because he's going to have to be declared dead. Otherwise, they're never going to stop looking for him. All Riza, Jiza, all those lads—they're never going to stop until they find him. You see. So, like Dick, you're, you're going to have to find a body. Um, going to have to put those teeth in. You're going to have to set it up. Um, okay, how about... Okay, all right. And, uh, Grant, so I'll uh, talk to you later on. I, okay, I, bye. I just, I have, I... I yeah? I just, just, just to be clear, before I give you, you... Can I kill him? No, don't kill him. Do not kill him. I'm getting mixed signals. I'm just going to have him killed. No, don't, 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 don't. No mixed signals. Bye. No. Oh, goodness gracious me. Oh, goodness, all right, gang. Marty? Yeah? Yeah, Marty, um, listen, do you have access to any phone books in there? Phone books? Well, I'm in the library. I've got all kinds of books. Okay, all right. Big, chunky encyclopedias. Those are the ones you want, but... Sure. Phone books, if you could find a few... Yeah, well, you're going to get a friend to help you, maybe, but you're going to have to sellotape them to yourself, okay? And you're going to have to... Just keep keep to yourself, there's all right? Someone, there's someone coming over here. That, okay, all right. Okay, me, hang on, hang on. Wait, hey, wait a hey, second. Wait, what? wait. Hang on. That. Put me onto them. Put you're put me onto them. Me put me onto them. Oh no! Oh God! Marty, are you all right? I've been stabbed with a toothbrush. With a toothbrush? That's a stupid thing to stab somebody with. What? Toothbrush, would you stop, stop your messing, you're such a soft generation, generation, whatever you are, stabbed with a toothbrush, what's wrong with you, are you allergic to the bristles, was it non-biodegradable, non-recyclable sort of uh, handle on it, would you ever grow up, look, watch your back for the next while, this lad Dick Durbin, he's one of the ten most powerful democratic senators, uh, he's going to help me out and help you get out, but in the meantime, I think someone may try and kill you. So uh, I, I, I'm just hearing here that I've got to put to in. Uh, the some, they're asking me if I want to continue the call. It's going to cost extra, so I'm on a bit of a budget. All right. So just take care of yourself, okay? Hello, Marty. Don't call me again. Okay, what's your name? Julius. Julius. How are you, Julius? Um, uh, tell me, are you a friend of, of uh, my my godson, Martin? He's a sort of a, how would you describe him? Um, he looks a bit like, um, you know, the uh, Frank Sidebottom mask? He, he looks a bit like that with the frame of Jack Skellington from The Nightmare Before Christmas. Is there anyone matching that description in your locality, Julius? I stabbed him with two brushes, You stabbed someone with all your... 
You're the fearsome toothbrush stabber. Here, listen, from uh, one ex-con to one present con. Uh, stab someone with something sharp if you're going to stab them with something at all. Don't use a, don't use a toothbrush. That's mad. Uh, use a knife or something sharp. What? Okay, good. Tell me what 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 are you in for? No, 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 Julius, hang on the line. What are you in for? Stab someone outside with two Oh, you're mad for stabbing people with toothbrushes. Listen, you sound like a lad on the move with a future ahead of him if used, you know, if his potential is used correctly. Um, uh, tell me, uh, Jeff, email. Julius at gmail.com. Julius at gmail. I'll shoot you an email. Okay. Hey, take care of yourself, Julius. And if you see Marty, tell him to look out. I think someone's going to try and hurt him. He did. He did. Okay, you did tell him. Okay, Grant. All right, okay. Thanks, Julius. Talk to you later on. Bye. I love you. Bye. Bye. And that's about it for this week's Sunday sermon. Uh, I'd like to thank, for no particular reason, Peter McGann, uh, who uh, helped me get the number for Rikers to talk to my lovely, lovely godson, Marty. I hope he's okay, Marty. Marty, if you're listening... Uh, drop me an email just telling me whether you're alive or dead. Subject heading, alive if alive, dead if dead. Uh, now, in a, uh, going to be uh, putting my money where my mouth is, as I said at the beginning of uh, this old uh, podcast, that, that the Sunday Sermon is the best podcast in continental Europe and beyond the islands and all that. Uh, not, obviously, mainstream North America. Uh, they're doing some great stuff in Tokyo, so I wouldn't lay claim to that continent. And uh, indeed, uh, those lads who watch uh, Sex and the City 2 all the time, they're doing great work too. So uh, apart from them, I'm absolutely cleaning the clock of everybody else in the game. And uh, that's been recognised by my inclusion into the uh, first ever Dublin uh, Podcast Festival. And uh, I'm going to be doing a show... Uh, it's really just going to be a mass, uh, but um, with a with some fun, I suppose. Not that mass isn't fun anyway, but we're going to try and have a quote unquote fun mass. And uh, the uh, the date of this is uh, coming up September twenty fourth at the Workman's. And more details are to follow. So uh, if uh, you know, start looking it up and that, and uh, there's uh, tickets available now. I'll be joined by my young friend uh, Liam Nugent, uh, who's going to uh, be assisting me on the the, the, the evening celebrations, and um, uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a, a good bit of crack. So come along, and uh, that's about it for this week's sermon. Uh, God bless you. God bless me, and please rise for the homily. been listening to the Sunday Sermon Podcast by Jaws Brody. You can follow me on Twitter at Jaws Brody. Special thanks to Conroe Two, Emma Keaveney and Jeremy O'Brien. Yes,